He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Where do you stand on the Burger King Whopper commercial? I, that is the worst goddamn commercial. I, I can't stand it. First of all, I don't like Burger King. I think it's it's very below average for fast food. But that goddamn commercial, no, it's it's horrible. That's really what you you wanted to ask me. I that, wanted that, to know where you stood. Do you respect that people can't uh, stop talking about it? I don't. I don't. But it's not for good reasoning. I don't care about the Whopper. It's that stupid jingle stuck jingle. in my head. So it's stuck in your head. That's where I'm trying to get at. I am not inclined to go to Burger King and purchase a Whopper. That instead inclines me to have a a mental breakdown in a public place. (laughs) That's the difference. You see, I kind of appreciate Uh, it. It, 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 It's so so simple and dumb uh, that I'm loving it for McDonald's. That seems so like hack and old. Whereas the new generation, this is this is the song. This is the jingle. This, this is, is this. This is what we're going for. I like it. I think I like it. Well, I, I hate it. You know what I do like, Sean? That we've huh. got the national championship oh, being yeah, played. This was the Monday. small talk. I also don't we used to be like friends that did a show. Now it's now we just do a show. Yeah, we just do a show. Yeah, I was really looking forward to doing the show in the same room as you, but here you are in Virginia, and I'm going to media availability tomorrow without you. So I'm just going to have to find a random person to fight because I promised everyone I was going to fight you at Radio Row. Um, actually, it's called Audio Av for the for the national Ugh. championship. I know we were we were uh, donking around with other names like uh, Broadcast Boulevard was another one that would. Every time you irritate me today, that's coming on. If this video gets copyright claimed because of that song, I swear to God. I swear (laughs) to God. Uh, Jody Leon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. We are doing our national championship preview. Uh, We've got TCU listeners that are very eager to hear us talk about the Horned Frogs. My, My gear didn't come in time. Sadly, I'm not going to be able to wear that on today's show. Uh, Sean, before we get into that, though, can you just tell our listeners where they can go to bet on the game? Last time I checked the line, it was at 12 and a half favoring Georgia. And if you want to place that bet, yeah, I know who I'm going to bet on. Uh, What? No, don't jinx them. Don't jinx them. Don't no betting on this game. If that's what the line is, there's no jinxing of the Horn Frogs. This is a a pro TCU show. We have said that the entire year. We have spoken highly of TCU. Do not bet on TCU to cover you specifically. Our listeners can go do it. I encourage our listeners to go do it at BetOnline. You cannot. You're not jinxing them. I'm a pro money. I'm a pro money guy, not a a pro team guy. Listen here, dickhead. You you better not bet on this game. Why not? Why can't I? Because if they lose, I am coming for you. It is you are the one of the biggest jinxes. Oh out come there. on! Yes, absolutely. No, no, You're no. You're a it's massive Joe jinx. jinx. I'm also a jinx, which is why I'm not taking that bet and I'm not betting I'll on the case. game. I'll, here, here's what I'll do. I'll yeah. take a bet, but I'm not going to say who I'm betting on. Fine. Does that work? Yes. If you're going to bet, I also encourage this for everybody. Uh, if you want to know how betting works, 
Go to betonline.ag. Uh, you'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. Don't talk about your bet. Don't talk about your bet. That gets God involved, and he doesn't want anybody to win. So we're going to keep it on the down low, and we're going to make our bets up bet online. And if you want to, you can join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. So Joe does make a good point. Let's all keep our bets on the down low. We'll keep them quiet, and we'll uh, we'll take TCU. Sorry, I'm fixing Ryan back. Uh, he wants to come on the the FCS show. Um, Ryan Roberts, I, he just wants to come on. That's 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 it. He just wants to come on. He's a he, he likes the show. Has he, has he, he wants... messaged the the, G, the GM? Uh, you're not the GM. You're uh, I know King... I'm not the GM. I'm you're... I'm the one. I'm the mic number one. You're uh, the CC. The... The, you're Captain Cuck, and that's your only role on this show. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about this game, Sean. TCU versus georgia by the way the kickoff time for this game is weird it's at 4 30 here it's 7 30 on the east coast which is kind of annoying thank god but i, I get I'm tired it. of starting the national championship and not having it end until like 12 30 or 1 in the morning you stay up that late anyways i do have any 2 30 in the morning you text sleep watching me like, you text me when i'm asleep on the on the west coast you're up way later than i am so i don't i don't I, I i don't know why you care about the time it's annoying for me because i have to leave work early otherwise i get stuck here oh, and then i have to sit and watch the whole game in the office and i don't want to do that you'll so, be watching it in your car liar i'm i'm not a yeah, bad so driver i actually you, you don't even know how many times i've watched games while i'm driving i i know <laughs> you're a terrible driver and, and uh, I, I trust me i could guess the amount i bet i'm pretty close it's it's usually three times a week but tcu versus georgia we've talked about what got us to this point if you missed the recap episode go check it out sean i want to take this from the angle of what each team needs to do to win this game starting with tcu TCU, as we've talked about, and you said this, you 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 know, you quoted this. They're the magic team. Magic team, magic team, magic team is the words that you used on the last show. That's they right. They are unexpected. The results that they produce, no matter how much analysis you do, it doesn't freaking matter because they always outperform the expectation. But Sean, one of the first main things for me, obviously they've got the juice, they've got the confidence, they've got the energy, everything working in their favor. Separate from that, they got to get the ball out quick, Sean. I am legitimately worried on how effectively they can handle Jalen Carter and the rest of that Georgia defensive front. Ohio State did a pretty good job of neutralizing him, but Ohio State's offensive line has more NFL draft prospects on it than TCU does. Steve Avila, who is their best guard, their best offensive lineman, is going to probably have to have a big game, but probably going to get a lot of double teams on Jalen Carter in this game if they want to keep themselves clean and also keep Max Duggan from running for his life for most of this game. I'm I'm most worried for TCO about the emotional dump that came after beating Michigan because I think that they were so tired when they lost to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game. I just think they were exhausted. It was an, an emotional dump all season, but it was regular season. They got a break and they came out firing on all cylinders versus Michigan. Then... We get emotional dump 2.0 where the stakes are doubled and now you have some time to practice and you have some time to breathe, but 
it's not that much time. So if they were at Party City, uh, not the actual store, but if they were celebrating, Celebration City is what I'll call it. Ah. And then it's back at practice. And now it's, oh, God, we got to face Georgia. And, oh, oh what, if we, what if we can't do it again? Obviously, they're going to try to have some confidence. They're going to try to do that. But I'm just I'm worried about the emotional side of things for TCU, given that it's pretty obvious that they also understand the situation that they're in of not luck, but how the hell did this happen? And keep on working through it. Keep on uh, uh, fighting and try to be as prepared as possible for Georgia. But the only way to really beat talent is to be more prepared than talent. And they both kind of got dished the same amount of preparation time for each of each other. And I will, um, I'm almost certain that Kirby is going to have these guys locked in. I'm pretty certain that he's going to have them locked in trying to go for a, a back to back. So it, it comes down to who can have it, it can Sonny Dykes coach better and have a more locked in team than I, I Kirby Smart. See, I'm not, but I'm not worried about the coaching matchup because Sonny and the whole coaching staff have proven that they are one of the most underrated coaching staffs in all of college football. Like the way that they prepared and out schemed and out coached Michigan, I have confidence. Like this is a really big head to head matchup. This isn't like a, a sheer luck instance. They had a really well-schemed up game against Michigan. And I know that they're going to come into the situation properly schemed. The other thing too, that like, I kind of, I understand where you're coming from, but I push back a little bit because it's like, they won that game pretty like hand, not handedly, but they were confident at the end of that game. They came out of that game with confidence and with the right momentum. So I feel like TCU, that's going to help them. That's like a big confidence boost to beat the number two team in the country, the team that everyone was saying that you're supposed to get your asses kicked by, and you show up like that. Like who? I, I understand the emotional dump aspect, and that is the flip side of it. If you are not mentally strong enough and you're going to just let that get to you, 100% could could cause you to just play flat and come out flat. But I think the confidence levels are super high right now for this, this TCU team. Can Max Duggan beat Stetson Bennett in a shootout? Uh, can Stetson Bennett beat Max Duggan in a shootout? That's, I think that's the more important question. I asked you the question first. I think that Duggan can. And that was my retort. I think that the, I think that the Georgia defense gives Stetson Bennett enough help where in a shootout – if, if Duggan is scoring two to one versus Bennett, then that Georgia defense, as talented as it is, will make it two to two or one to one. They're say they're for me, though, what I've seen from Duggan the whole year and I saw him do it against Michigan, Quentin Johnston. And I know there might not be a Kendra Miller in this game, but all the other receiving threats that TCU has not big name players, but we know that you can have a guy go for two for 50 or one for 30 and have these big chunk plays in addition to Quentin Johnston, I think that they've got enough splash plays under their belt like they've had all season long. This is the most explosive offense in the country, and it took that claim after Tennessee lost Tendon Hooker. They are so quick to score, so quick I to know. pick up 30 I yards. I know. I saw it. I saw it. And I'm I just, just – I don't think T- – sorry. I just don't think that, that Stetson Bennett is as capable of that. I think Duggan's the more dangerous one in this situation. I would agree. And I think that being so, Georgia is going to eliminate the opportunity for Duggan to run. 
I think that what they're practicing, I don't think they're practicing a ton of coverage. I don't think they're scheming against a, a possible tight end seam route. I think that they are practicing on stopping Duggan on, on, a, on design quarterback runs. That's what I think they're trying to stop because that makes that TCU offense so dynamic. They, the team has been practicing. Georgia has been, and TCU have been practicing all year on the simple things. They're practicing on stopping inside zone. They're, ta- they're practicing on stopping mesh routes, all, all of the different route concepts, whatever you want to call it. That's what they've been practicing. Quarterback runs designed by one of the best, or I'd say most effective running quarterbacks that we've seen in the country when he needed to be Max Duggan. That is what I think they're, that they're working on. And if that's taken away, that is a, a huge part of this dynamic TCU offense that I think will make it less dynamic. Because then you're back to pocket passer. Maybe you can scramble around and make something happen. And then inside outside zone for running. So if they take away that option, which if I were a coach, that's what I would be doing if I wanted to win this game. If they do that, that seems like a less dynamic offense for me. That uh, So that we're kind of flipping into what Georgia needs to do to win this game. And I totally agree. I think that that's, that's really important is how effectively do you contain Max Duggan? And we saw uh, Texas was one of the teams that was able to do it. Texas was one of the teams that were able to get in his face, were able to pressure him, and he wasn't able to, when things were developing downfield and they were covered perfectly, and and as a defensive coordinator, you're like, hell yeah, we just called the right coverage. And then you see Duggan smart enough and wily enough to pull the trigger and pick up seven yards on on second and medium or or third and long to pick up that first down. That's crucial. And I know that Georgia's super talented, But Michigan's also got a really good defense, and they couldn't stop him. The other thing, too, Sean, I think for Georgia, they got to turn over Duggan. Like the 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 way that Michigan did it, and understandably they didn't win, but they got two picks off of Duggan. They need to produce those turnovers because Georgia's a very opportunistic team and an opportunistic offense to shut them down with turnovers. I think is going to be really important. Uh, for them in this game, and you can't let him get hot. I think is the big thing. I don't think they're going to let him get hot. I don't. I don't. And that, that's just me being a um, what is it? A pessimist. I'm sure that's that's my take on it because I want so badly to see TCU do this because I want so badly to see the Big Twelve have a champion. Uh, that I have to stay pessimistic right now. I already jinxed him once in the show. I'm not going to do it again. So that's yeah. why I'm taking the. I. I just think – I don't think the stage is going to be big too, too big for Duggan. I think he's got a little bit of that Joe Burrow in him where he doesn't care the stage. He's a football player. He's a football player, and if you point him to a field, he will play the same no matter what. That's what I see from him, but that also doesn't mean that he can't be schemed to be beat. The one thing, though, and Blake kind of brought this up, my, my co-host for the Rufino Joe show, he kept texting me this that like he noticed that something was off with Duggan against Michigan, some some type of injury that he, that's unreported that he sustained against Kansas State. I, I'm hoping that that's cleared up for him because that did kind of hold him back a little bit. But the the issues that he ha- he didn't play a perfectly clean game against Michigan. He can't play that game against Georgia. He just can't. I don't know what Blake is referring to because I saw Duggan make some insane passes with the, cl- with the pocket picks. closing down on him. He also threw I, two did picks. you see the 75-yard touchdown with, with a, a defender bearing down on him? He threw a sidearm. Great play because he's a tough yeah, SOB. Yes. He's a tough SOB. I don't think he's hurt. 
I think I think I think Blake's trying to get some numbers going on the stream. That's what I think. I, going on. Well, well, also Blake is the biggest TCU hater out there. He is every time Why? TCU has Why gone he down. T- he's an LSU I don't know. guy. I don't know. I, I think it's because I have been well. Well, actually, when LSU was kind of on the edge, oh, if God. they happened to be Georgia in the SEC championship game and had they not lost Texas A&M, there was a possibility that they made it. How about you beat the Florida playoff. State? Right. But there was a possibility that they made it to the playoff. And I remember for those weeks, Blake, as much as I love him, was insufferable because he was like, TCU shouldn't be shouldn't be ranked as high as they are. Why are they ranked as high as they are? They haven't beat anybody. And now that they beat Michigan was my one time to get the victory lap. But he is any chance that he gets, he is going to take down and bash this this TCU team. It's, I, I respect him to, to, to the commitment. I absolutely respect the commitment. He's right on a lot of things. You're, I just, you're, we are homers, but we disguise it well. The I don't know if op- we do. You don't with your USC hatred because of Notre Dame. I'm not a homer for anyone in college football. I've, I don't have that. I'll root for Tennessee, but I'm not. But the, the homerism to, and the gall to think that LSU would have beat Michigan in the semis. That is an insane take. That I is, don't that think, is, I don't think that that is they would have absurd i don't think that they would have but a two loss lsu team with a win over georgia in the sec championship game and over alabama like that's that has to get if they in. beat georgia in the sec championship game sure but they got boat raced that they did and we'll see we're gonna find out technically if tcu is better than lsu based on how they perform in this game I, i'm hoping that it's an actually competitive matchup. Although we sat so and we, we sat and talked about how we were worried both those games were going to be blowouts, and that that didn't happen. They were super competitive games. Sean, the last thing I just want to bring up with Georgia, though, I think it's so important for a team that's as talented as they are, and for a team that already won a national championship last year and has so many five star kids, so many first round picks starting on this team. And this sounds so simple to say, but they need to just play their game. They can't yeah. press. They can't show up and think we're going to beat the shit out of these guys. You need to respect your opponent because of the spontaneity, the chaotic nature that TCU plays with. And you have to – what I mean by don't press is get overly aggressive. They're not that overly aggressive team. They're just not. They're methodical on offense and defense. They chip away. They grind you out and then come come those final plays – that's how they beat you. And I just getting ahead of yourself and being too pressed could hurt Georgia in this game. And it kind of that's what hurt them in Ohio against Ohio State. Yeah. And then the um the whole Georgia is Michigan but better narrative where they just are suffocating on defense. They can grind you and wear you out on offense. I don't know if that's true because Georgia's playmakers are better. I think their quarterback is definitely better. Their defense is better, which doesn't bode great for TCU because they magic team had a magic win uh, against Michigan. But also, if Georgia really is a better Michigan, then why were they so close with Ohio State? So they were either overlooking Ohio State and we saw how Michigan methodically beat the hell out of Ohio State uh, in their matchup this year. So I don't I don't think 
I just keep on seeing it on my timeline. I'm not I, I'm not buying that Georgia is Michigan 2.0 better uh, and and just more talented. I think that Georgia is its own entity, whereas just a swarm defense and an offense. If they work through the tight ends, if they work through the tight ends in this game, TCU doesn't have a shot. Well, TCU Darnell does Washington not have a shot. Darnell Washington might not play. He went out of the game with an injury, so that like that's that's something that to monitor. Like you're talking about, like that's their bread and butter. And you kind of lose Darnell Washington, and you lose a layer of your offense that you've relied so heavily on. Well, like, who's the guy that, that Ryan's in love with? Was it Bowers? Brock Bowers. Well, everyone's in love with Brock Bowers. Brock I, Bowers was... also should not have won the Mackey Award this year, but that's a separate separate talking point. That's oh, what is, what is the Mackey Award? The best tight end? Yeah. It should have gone to Michael Mayer, I'm sure. Michael Mayer had better stats yeah. than Brock Bowers. Okay. You, are, right. you stink on ice. <laughs> How did I know? How did I know as soon as the best tight end in the nation uh, uh, wins an award and it, and the second best tight end in the nation didn't win it? Of course, the second best tight end needed to. You and Blake are made for each other. This, the second best tight end in the country had better stats than the alleged. Be- Brock Bowers And he's really going to be talented. watching the game just like us on his couch. Oh, well, he's preparing for the NFL draft to be a top 15 pick. So he's 15. not like us. Don't yeah. act like Michael Mayer's how like many us. luxury, how many uh, tight end luxury pick? How many, how many top 15 teams need a tight end right now? I think all of them would love to have Michael Mayer. Oh, uh, sure. You get Gronk 2.0, man. That's what you're getting with him. Sean, any closing thoughts on, uh, Hey, go listen to my, our, my eval show on the channel, which I know you don't do. So any closing thoughts on the game? How many? Oh, you want to talk about that? Okay. Any closing thoughts? I got plenty of opening thoughts. Oh, wait, I have to tape with Ryan after this. Uh, I don't have thing. to tape with <laughs> Ryan. I have to tape a reaction to some news that's about to drop, though, which is very, very important. Okay. I hate that voice is creepy. Um, we're rooting for a good game. That's all we should be rooting for. We're rooting for TCU to keep it close in the fourth quarter. I don't think they're going to win. I think they're going to cover. I think TC will cover because all I want to do is be right about the magic team and nobody wants to take it. I just don't want to see the money go to TCU. I want to see the money being laid on Georgia. I want to see everybody thinking about that. And then I could put some, some dough down and then win it and be happy on Monday night. I'm happy that they're boop bumping it up to seven 30. Go screw Joe. The game should um, be earlier. It should never take place on a Monday. If it does, it should be at seven 30 on the Eastern time. Are you going to go to Burger King before the game? Maybe get a hundred chicken nuggets for $10. <laughs> Oh my god, I remember when we did that. Sean and I did that for the Super Bowl one year and we ate about 60 of them and it might have been and your fat ass ordered two sandwiches too which might might have been one of the of most disturbing things I have ever which, seen a which human Super being Bowl do. Which Super Bowl was that? Which one did we watch? That was it was it was perfectly fitting because it was that Rams Patriots Super Bowl and just like the slow grind of us eating those chicken nuggets and then feeling progressively worse and worse actually i think we ate we ate more than 60 of those i think there I were think like we, 20 i left. think there I were think probably we 30 left i don't know we, were, we ate 75 that was, to 80. that was 10 what was it? 10 nuggets for a dollar jesus Burger everyone King else at awful. our school was at was having parties at their houses they were in large groups watching the game and then us the two of us ordered a hundred chicken nuggets and we're the real sickos that was yeah, that's, real, that's what we were and if you'd come out here, we'd be doing that on Monday. Uh, I, I sh- thank God I'm not. 
if you watch the game at 4.30, at Joe DeLeon, <laughs> at Sanderson Radio. Drive safe, everybody. Enjoy your Burger King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.